Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to this podcast with Pastor Mubarakota. Mubarakota is the founder and leader of Christ Love World Outreach, a global evangelical ministry that is impacting the lives of many worldwide. Mubarak, an anointed teacher of the word, teaches the good news that has the power to heal the brokenhearted, free the captives, and change lives. Stay connected as you receive God's inspired word. Now, today's message. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you. Thank you. We bless your holy name. We declare your majesty, Lord. We declare your majesty. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. Amen. Are you happy? Are you sure? Then give a big clap offering to Jesus. Last week, I promised I was going to share or continue on the message we started amen faith and the continuity of life so this is a sequel to last week's message amen hallelujah father speak to us in jesus name amen now god created life so that we will continue creating life. Amen. So God created you and I. And the only thing that he expects of you and I is to keep continuing what he started. Praise the Lord. So in Genesis 1, 22, Amen. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the sea and let the fowl multiply in the earth. Amen. Go to verse 28. Verse 27 first. So God created man in his own image, and in the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Amen. 28. And God blessed them. Bless who? Man. And God said unto them, that is he and she. <laughs> he and she. That's powerful. So, God did not say she and she. Neither did he he and he. If God had created he and he, all of us would not be here. (laughs) Be fruitful and multiply. So, the prophetic destiny of everything animated that God created is that it will what? Multiply and be fruitful. Hallelujah. So, anytime your life 
is not multiplying or anytime you become stagnated it's a cause for concern see i cannot be stagnated in my life so as a human being if you find out that you've been where you are for a year two three you must really rise up and do something about it the same place and he's giving you that power amen if you figure out that you are doing something and it's not going you have to be really worried things take time within a frame but beyond a certain frame things must multiply things must grow we know a baby doesn't grow in a day but after six months if the baby is not growing you'll get worried do you get it we know a baby does not talk walk do every any of these things in a day but with time we know a business that's not growing in a day but if you start a business over a period it must grow so if you start something and it's not growing you must ask questions he said be fruitful so the prophetic destiny of everything that god created or for everything that was created by what god has created must grow there must be a continuity because people have kept it running and you have come to take over so you cannot stop it do you get it see there must be a continuity amen hallelujah the prophetic destiny of anything god created is that it must what grow you get it good so don't settle for any of these things that say oh no there's a time frame which we will take but beyond a certain time frame you must rise up if adam and eve has said you will not be here i will not be here they had to multiply they had to be fruitful amen they had to now not just be fruitful and multiply but multiply to the rate that they could replenish because things die there's a cycle okay so there has to be a balance between the rate as things are dying and the rate as things are produced a little gap will bring chaos do you know how much food we consume so much so there, there there has to be a rate at which food is produced to restock mm? yeah imagine corona and say nobody can go anywhere then within three months nobody's going anywhere nothing is happening anywhere the whole place will be in chaos amen so things must replenish the earth you see so you and i our presence must begin to replenish whatever you find your hands doing must increase that's the destiny of you that's your destiny as a child of god it must it must grow 
it must increase. It must replenish. And it must now begin to subdue and have dominion. Do you get it? So, whatever you set your heart to do, this is the progression of that thing. If it's a business, put your focus on the business and watch that business become fruitful from nothing. Do you get it? We sent our tithe, the church sent his tithe this Monday to our prophet. When we're sending, someone asked, is this the tithe of the church? I said, yes. Does it mean that the church sent? I said, yes. Then the question came to, hey, God has been good. Like we've we've been fruitful. Because there was a time our tithe was 200. Now, Athais has gotten to a place that sometimes when I say my, my spiritual father calls me back. He says, I received it. When you send money, a call comes. You know, it's good money. By the grace of God. Some money when you say, you won't see anything. So, how are things going to grow? For anything to grow, a part of it, a part of it must be sacrificed. Do you get it? For anything to multiply, there's a principle that God has set. Say amen. amen. Open with me to Genesis 8, 22. Hallelujah. How many of us want to multiply tonight? This is a great principle. If you learn, it will really help you. And practice. Now, while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat. These are sure things that God stated. Summer and winter and day and night. The day we wake up and the night will not come. It means that God is not God. The day we wake up and the day does not show up. It means God is not God. The day we wake up and winter, those of us who live outside, winter does not show up at the time it's supposed to be, it means God is not God. And the day we sow and we don't reap, it means God is not God. If the sun can appear to prove he's God, that's what the scripture is saying. While the earth remains, it's a principle. It's like one of the first principles God ever said. While the earth is like as sure as the earth is, huh? you will see the sun. You will see the night. You will see winter. You will see summer. Cold will come. Heat will come. But more assuredly, you will also see a harvest any time you put a seed down. So this is how sure we are when we sow seeds. This is how sure we are. Now, you must understand that seeding is not just money. You see, a seed is an essential component of 
and entirety something a bigger part that is often sacrificed to have more of that entirety and here he set a very good example for us okay that was going to now help you and i to multiply anything that we want to see abundance in amen are you here i'm trying to work my way through this amen open to galatians 6 7. we'll come back to be not deceived god is not mocked for whatsoever a man soweth that whatever you sow you see jifa whatever you sow that shall you also reap we are talking about continuity of life so take your life whatever you don't want to see in your life don't sow it If I don't want to ever be cheated, I will not cheat anybody. Listen, life is very simple. Oh. If God, you see, this morning, this after this evening, when I was bath basin, the spirit of God was speaking to me, and I was very sometimes the way I am, I I wonder why God decided to speak to me like because I feel it's not fair. He speaks very sensitive things to me when I can't write it. <laughs> it really hurts me. Yeah. I read something, I would just, I don't understand why many times Reverend Lucy would call the wife. He said, I would call the wife and bring me a pen and a paper. But the Holy Spirit was saying, he said, just as we walk by sight in the natural, Christians should learn to walk by revelation in the spirit. So, you have different forms of revelation you walk by. That is how you progress in the realm of the spirit. There are realms we walk in the spirit. We walk in the realm of financial prosperity. What is your revelation of financial prosperity? We walk in the realm of divine health. So if you want to walk in the realm of divine health, take the spectacle, which is the revelation on divine health, and walk with it. You want to walk in, that's why I said, we, the just are, the, um, is what, we walk not by sight, but we walk by faith. Faith is a type of revelation that people walk in. That's the example he gave me. So, I'm teaching you a revelation you can walk by. Remember I taught you the law of cause and effect. That every cause has an effect. And every effect has a cause. Do you get it? Yeah. Satan likes to shroud a mystery to make him look so powerful. But when you understand that anything you see is as a result of something that has happened. And anything that has happened has a something an effect that is going to have. You will learn to walk well. People don't just die. People don't just fall sick. It may look mysterious, but there's something behind. Hallelujah. So let's come back. Now, he's saying that anything in this life, I have a watch, I have a ring, I want more rings. I sow more rings. 
It's simple. I don't want people to hurt me. I don't hurt anybody. I don't want anybody to gossip about me. I don't gossip about anybody. I don't want anybody to mention my name. People may do it either way, but I tell you, you are better off. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Brother Ma, anything you do in the darkness, it will be revealed one day. One day, one day, one day, everybody will get to know. Nothing can be hidden. If I want, if I start something and I want to work with people, I must sow the seed of respect for the thing to go so they can also respect me back for it to go. If you understand this principle, your life will be much, much simple. You want honor. Honor. So honor. Yes. So honor. Many times I'll kneel by the bed with my mamaji with an offering. An offering we could eat. <laughs> we say we are going to sow this offering into this man of God's life. Yeah. And as I do that, I see people honor me. Yes. People honor me. I gave my phone to someone. I, and this time I said, I won't tell anybody I've given my phone out. Because if I say it, I know someone will give me a phone. So I said, I won't say, I won't tell, I mean, directly. <laughs> One Monday morning, I was there, someone just walked to my I bought your phone. In fact, when the person gave me the phone, the person sh the person came and said, the, this person said, let's hurry up and bring him the phone before someone gives him the phone. Let's hurry up and else someone will take our blessing. There was a time nobody would even give me palace biscuits. And you are here, nobody gives you anything. And you think it's normal. Nobody has even thought you are worth a tie, a tie, a simple tie. Yes. What are you doing about it? Hallelujah. <laughs> See, life is very interesting. Whatever you sow, you reap. Amen. Now, I'll talk about two main things that God wants you to present. To change your level in this life. Are you ready? The number one is what? Your body. Say, if I sow my very body, I'll reap fruitfulness in life. And I'll reap God's abundant blessings. Hallelujah. Romans 12, 1. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Holy, acceptable unto God, 
which is your reasonable what? Act of service. This is the number one thing uh, that God wants you to give. I'm talking about two things you can give that will change your life. Your body. Carmel. Now when I say your body, I'm talking about your, your whole being. If you sow your life, your body, your life as a seed, okay, you will reap it in the years to come in many ways that you will never be able to explain. If we sow our time, our efforts, okay, our intellects, our will, our ambition, our emotions, everything into God today. Like as you are sitting here, if we pick you in, it's like you, there's nothing about the world. There's nothing in you. There's like, well, there's nothing. The world has not got anything in you. If you decide that you, you present your body like that, we can't look at you when you are 30 years. By the time you are 40, you become a sign and a wonder. By the time you are 50, your wisdom will be like a 90-year-old man. I'm not talking about half-half. I'm not talking about today you are in church, tomorrow you are out there. I'm not talking about today you want to do something for God, tomorrow you want to do something for yourself. No. God wants a man who puts his body down. Like a man he can tell, now I know. Like the way he spoke to Abraham. A man he can say, you know what? I know, amen. God doesn't want a man who is half on the altar and half, one, one leg is on the altar, one leg is down. And it's not an easy thing. But the same way that Genesis 8.22 told us that seed time and harvest time will remain as sure as the, the, the earth remained. That is the same way that if my, my friends here this evening will listen to me and, say, and listen to this message and say, Papa, this message you've preached or you are preaching, I'm going to take it and work with it. I'm not going to give my life to any other thing. This is what God wants to. Listen, God created this world. It went out into chaos. God is trying to reclaim the world. But as hard as he, it's, it is becoming, he's had the struggle of trying to now even work with the people that must reclaim the world unto himself. So God is trying to use you, but you are trying to use yourself. God is trying to bring you in, but a part of you still wants to go out. I've never seen those babies where a, a man is trying to gather his, like, you know, has maybe quadruplets and trying to then when you then want to run, then that's how it is. God says, hey, stay here, then he's gone. Then he's trying to get Mayu, then Mayu is walking around. Then he's trying to get Jifa, then Jifa is with some, hey, then, hey, hey, hey. God forbid. There's a daughter, and daughter say, I'm here, hey. I'll be, I'll be here tomorrow. And like when she comes tomorrow, she's late. Oh, next week. No. God wants people who put everything down. Your reasonable service. Give me amplified. 
Hallelujah. Are you here? I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg you in view of all the mercies of God to make a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members. This is what God wants to. All this, it's not biblical. You know, sometimes you go to a program, they'll, they'll play gospel fine. In the beginning, they'll play the nice gospel, then towards the end. Did you ever see that video of the schoolgirls who were worshipping Joe Metal songs and then they changed the song they, as if it was a movie. Suddenly the girls just changed and they were playing some song. It is not biblical. He didn't say as a dead sacrifice. How many of you, if you are passing, we all like chicken. A dead chicken is different from a live chicken. If the chicken is hit by a car, two minutes, you can't take it. It's a funu. Do you see the man who saw the antelope by the road in the video and took it home? The white people were standing. He said, I can't tell you, I'm in here. He took it home. God does not want dead things. God does not want something that is already gone. It's not that now that your life, you mess with your life, and when it begins to waste of then you come and say, Lord, I want my, I want to give my life. Listen, your life cannot continue if you don't give it now. The life you are saving may die. When I say may die, you may think it's not that you die now, but it has started dying. Anything that you cannot present to God and say, Lord, use it for your glory. It cannot live. Those that try to save their lives will lose it. Those that give it will gain it. As a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, that's like everything. When we say something is devoted, when we say something is consecrated, it means that only God can use this. Yes, that's a meaning of holy, like it's set apart. But we know it's not only God who can use you. Yes, as you're walking, there are thousand and one million ideas in your mind. And God is just occupying a half of one of them. How can God use us? I pray you really understand what I'm saying. God wants you. You see, what God wants is for you to come. One day I sat in the, in the office with a pastor, and he was saying, oh, I said, Charlie, let's give our lives to God. I, I told him, yeah, I don't even have an ambition. Then he said, oh, as for that one day, I can't see. Meaning he has real plans. What God wants is not that you should have plans. God wants you to come to him, then he will give you his plans. But you know, it's not easy because we have our own plans. We power plans. You've not seen that writing before. A man has written a new power plans. It is well. Amen. So God wants you to present your body. Amen. The number two thing that God wants you to present now is your money. Your substance. Amen. Are you ready? 
Now, if God does not have control over your money, God does not have control over your life. If God does not have control over your money, say, if God does not have control over my money, then God does not have control over my life. First Chronicles 29. I'm not teaching you this to take money from you. I'm not teaching you this so that after that I'll raise an offering. Remember the message. Seed time and harvest time. Whatever you sow. So I'm actually teaching you how to multiply. How to replenish. How to fill. How to subdue. You get it. Because in giving this you are going to get back. Hallelujah. First Corinthians, sorry, First Chronicles 29. Furthermore, let's read NIV. Then King David said to the whole assembly, my son Solomon, the one whom God has chosen, is young and inexperienced. And the task is great because this palatial structure is not for a man, but for God, the Lord, your God. Verse 2. With all my resources, look at it all. This is David. With all my resources, I have provided for the temple of my God. Gold for the gold work. Silver for the silver work. Bronze for the bronze. Iron for the iron. Wood for the wood. As well as onyx for the certain stecoids. Stones of various colors. And all kinds of stone and marble. All of these in large quantities. Verse 3. Besides, in my devotion to the temple of my God, I now give my personal treasures of gold and of silver for the temple of my God over and above everything I have provided for this holy temple. For 3,000 talents of gold, gold of offer, and 7,000 talents of refined silver for the overlaying of the walls of the building. Five. For the gold work and the silver work, for all the work to be done by the craftsmen. Now, who is willing to consecrate himself today to the Lord? Six. Then the leaders of families, the officers of the tribes of Israel, and commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds, and officials in charge of the king's work gave willingly. Look at it. Six, seven. They gave towards the work on the temple of God 5,000 talents. And 10,000 directs of gold, 10,000 talents of silver, 18,000 talents of bronze, and 100,000 talents of iron. Eight. Anyone who had precious stones gave them to the treasury of the temple of the Lord in the custody of Jehel the Geshonite. Nine. The people rejoiced at the willing response of their leaders, for they had given freely and wholeheartedly. David the king also rejoiced greatly. Now, this is how God wants us to give. This is how God wants us to give. Look at it, verse 10. David praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly, saying, Praise be to you, Lord, O Lord, God of our father Israel, from everlasting to everlasting, verse 11. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the majesty and the splendor for everything. Now look at it all. 
Prophet, stand up. Man, you come. You see these two people, their starting life was nothing. Let's say they all, I mean, as you are here, you are looking for a job. You are in school. You finish up. So let's say you are all on zero, zero. I'm going to show how these two people can determine their lives in the future to come. Look at it. Yours, O Lord, is the kingdom you are exalted. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the majesty and the splendor for everything in heaven uh, and everything on earth is yours. So you don't have anything. Do you know that? You have a watch, but it's nothing. It's zero in the equation. We are. Can a watch buy a house? Not your kind of watch. Hallelujah. A watch can buy a house, actually. Yep. Verse 12. Wealth and honor comes from who? You. Do you have wealth? Not yet. Not yet. Hmm. So, who gives wealth and honor? God. You are the ruler of all things. In your hands are strength and power to exalt and give strength to all. So, even strength comes from God. These people are going to, we are going to see if they will become millionaires or not. 13. Now, our God we give you thanks and praise your glorious name. 14. But who am I? And who are my people that we should be able to give as generously as this? Who am I? Who are my people that we should be able to give as what? As generously as, as this. Everything comes from you. Huh? And we have given you only what comes from your hand. This is the mystery. So, let's start the equation. I told you, first of all, you must give your bodies. Okay? That's your entire life. When I say bodies, like the entirety of your life. So, prophet says that I will give my body. Eben come. This is how people change levels in the kingdom. Okay? Manu says, I'll give half and half. Eben says, this example is, is not correct example. It's just for example. See. Eben says, I will not give my life. Suddenly, you see the equation. We know those who make it. Because God gave all of them what? Life. That was the raw material for their success. We are not talking about money here. God gave them life. Life. So life is their basic raw material to make it. Life is the word. That is why I can go to school with the, the vice president's son. Me, my mother didn't have, I didn't come from any rich background. But I can go to school with the vice president. And today, I don't have to beg anybody. That is why you too, today, you don't have to beg anybody. Because over the period, we've led our lives in, in a certain way that today, it's okay. But some people are begging because the way they use their life up to now, is not how they, they, they were supposed to. So, God has given you the basic role. Open your hand. Life, 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 life. That's all you need to make it. Basic raw material. Who gave you the life? God. 
Everything comes from you. We have given you. So God gave you life. Huh? Remember I said Romans 12 1. We give it back to him. I beseech you therefore, bread, that by the message of God, that you present your bodies, your lives, back to God as a way of worshiping him. So when God came to Abraham and said, give me your life. When God came to Abraham and said, give me your son, he gave him. But when God came to Abraham and said, give me your life, I have some plans. I have plans for my life. I want to become a doctor. Suddenly you realize that the guy was separated. Then he came back to Mayu and said, give me your life. Mayu said, I'll give you. But I can't give you this part of my life. So my, I can give my life, but as for my relationship, don't talk about my relationship. I can give my life, but as for my money, don't talk about my money. Then you know that God can use her to a point. But he came to Kofi and Kofi said, I will give you everything. So in this equation, Kofi, Kofi became the f- most foolish. Because Kofi is the one who d- didn't have any ambition now. So go back to First, uh, first Chronicles. Out of your own hand we have given you. Continue. For we are strangers before you and sojourners and all our fathers were our, our fathers were. Our days on the earth are like a shadow and there's no hope or expectation what remaining. Amen. Mm. Continue. 16. Oh Lord our God, all this store we have prepared to build you a house for your holy name and the token of your prayer comes from your own hand. So prophet, now you are going to give God what he wants. So you gave God your life. Then along the line, God gave you 100,000. Because when you give, he gives back. So, if I want to progress, I can't eat all I have. If I really want to make it, that's why I can have money, but it's not money to be eating. You see, when you have orange, eh, the bitter part alone should tell you that it's not supposed to be eating. The seed cannot be eaten. If it was to be God to make it sweet, which seed is sweet? It's either tasteless or bitter. I'm telling you. Mango seed. You can't even, it's not edible. Like, one way But some of us, 100,000, you see, you break it down and eat it. Can I show you this? Let me show you. Shakadaba. 2 Corinthians 19. You see, go to verses number eight. No, no, no. Go to seven. Look at it. Every man according as he purposed in his heart, so let him give. Not grudgingly, for God loveth a cheerful giver. Listen, this is not a finance meeting. This is not a convention. No. I'm, I just felt like, look, life must continue. Whatever you have must multiply. And I'm showing you this mystery because it's, it's the only thing that can make you increase in life. I'm telling you, if all the goats decide that they won't give their seed to the woman, what will happen? No goat will come up, 
they will all die and that be the extinction of goats. So if you decide not to give any seed, that is the ending of your life. If we decide not to put any orange seed down, the whole world will conclude nobody should plant orange seed. I'm telling you, in 10 years, all the oranges will go. So when you say, some of you have not given a seed in the past, whatever. In the past, some of you have never even sown a seed. No, 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 no. Every man according as his purpose in his heart. So let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful. So don't be pushed to give. Don't be compulsed. Hallelujah. Verse 8. Look at it. And God, when you give cheerfully, God is able to make all grace abound toward you. Always having all sufficiency in all things. How? Through your giving. I told you, giving is not just money. Again, I just want you to bring, so you take the whole thing in entirety. We are talking about money, but I'm telling you, if you give your life, you will have it back. If you give your time, you will have it back. And more importantly, if you give your money, Genesis 8.22, you will definitely see it come back. It may take a day. It may even take two years, but it will come back. Go back. Second Corinthians, our scripture. Eight. Nine. As it is written, he had dispersed abroad that he he had dispersed abroad. He had given to the poor. His righteousness remained forever. Verse 10. Now, he that ministered. Give me NIV. Now, he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food. So, God gave you this envelope. 100,000. Put it in your hand. How would you continue with this? Are you going to buy a car worth $10,000? Buy a house worth $30,000? Fly your wife to Dubai, $25,000? I don't think it should be that much. But let's say your wife likes money. Buy new clothes and sit at home. No. You have cut off the flow. Your life will not continue. I'm showing the basics, the raw materials. This, this one, he has started going down because his life cries not for God. And everything, so he's not even sowing any. This, this, is, this principle is why a lot of people suffer. Because nothing has been sown for them. Their fathers didn't sow anything. Their mothers didn't sow anything. In fact, the only thing I've been told for them is curses. Yes, the Israelites understood this principle. That's why when they saw the man, they said, who sinned? He said, the father or the mother. He said, no. So, you, you saw half, half. Remember, I said, God, be not be deceived. Be not deceived. God cannot do whatsoever. If you saw half, half, you will reap half, half. So, let's say this guy decides that he's going to keep the bitter part. You know, the bitter part is the part that when you give, it's painful. Like when you eat the seed, the way it's bitter. When you have money in your say it's the most painful part of the seed. So, if you have... Let's say right now, what were plants? Hey, plants. Then someone gives you 500 tomorrow morning. Then the 500, as it came, no, a voice spoke and said, 
سو تو هن رسیدیس نوی سو تو هن رسیدیس سن تو هن رسیدیس پس دایزایا you know it's very it's like chewing tomato seeds sorry orange seeds have you ever tried chewing it's very bitter as you are giving it I said I said oh re but if you can put the seed down it guarantees your future that is it it's a simple principle so he supplies seed to the sower in in that money there's a seed part in that orange there's a seed part you remember those days when you, your mom finished doing the tomato whatever you just throw it at the back to it and then after one week two weeks you come back and tomatoes are started yes because the ground does not know who brought the seed the ground does not know whether it was a joke the ground does not know any all the ground recognizes that a seed has fallen to the ground and it must create the environment for the seed to grow all you need is there's a revelation that hey i have 10 cities i cannot eat everything the fried rice is tensity, but I'd rather buy kinky and fish so I can have a seed to sow. Yes. Because you eat the thing, you will not have another seed. Where will you get it from? And this is the mistake we make. Recently, God put me through some wild training for, because we had some money and we were supposed to do something, but I just overlooked and assumed. Yes. So when I finish, I'm going to teach you something. Do I assume that, oh, Money will come, money will come. Money was not coming. And I said, yes, don't assume. How, if I give you orange and you eat all the orange, if I give you maize and you use all to do abilima, how do you expect that another maize will come? Do you go to the farm and hope that you see maize? No. So from what I have given you, like David said, all things come from you. And it is out of your hand that we have received. And it is out of your hand that that's what we have brought. So what we have brought is actually what you gave us. What of what you what has God given you and what have you brought back? And did you bring it back with revelation? Because I said, if if you sow sparingly, which means your revelation is not correct, you are sowing by like grudgingly. Eh? This 200, I could have used it for something. I could have used it. You've spoiled the seed. You've spoiled it. The seed must be sown in the right condition. Do you get it? Yes. So if you are sowing the seed, then you spoil the seed. No. When you sow the seed, you must sow it with gladness. That's the revelation. So you take an offering. You take a seed. You say, Lord, thank you for the seed. As I sow the seed, thank you for my harvest. Then you sit down. Another seed. You just keep sowing. Very soon you will have a, a big farm and you will just be reaping like that. Hallelujah. So he brings you bread and seed. Hallelujah. Will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the, your, the, the harvest of your righteousness. So if you can keep sowing you will have more to sow. Hallelujah. Now, go back to Genesis. You can sit down. Go back to Genesis 8, 22. 
take this revelation. Take it very important. God said that as the earth remains, seed time and harvest time will what? Will never cease. So if I were you, I'll begin to look at the things I want in my life. In coherence to Genesis 2, verse 28, go to Genesis 2, 28. 28, please. So Genesis 1 28. And God blessed them. Hallelujah. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful. So we are coming back. Now, how will you be fruitful? Now that you are not here, I mean, you, you don't have much, all you have is your life. Do you realize you have the raw material to be a millionaire? Even though you don't have an inheritance from your father. Your father didn't give you a house. Your father has not built, bought you a land. But you know you are, you are really, really programmed to make it. If you walk by what I just described tonight. If you believe that your life in itself is a seed God gave you. And you are going to put it down. Huh? And you watch your life multiply. My life is multiplying. Yes, you are the multiplication of my life. You are the multiplication of my life. Yes, as I'm here, I'm multiplying. I am what? Multiplying. Why? Because my life went now. Painfully. My money multiplies. Because I don't eat all my money. I don't. And I'm even learning how to sow more and plan my money well so I can have more. So you have the greatest opportunity of your life. Especially looking at the fact that you are young. We have the greatest opportunities of our lives. Looking at the fact. That, so if you are here and you are living a life and it's not for God, hey, I'm scared. I'm scared because I don't know what we are going to reap in the future. You sold 30 years of your life laying girls, smoking marijuana, drinking alcohol, sleeping with guys. I can't imagine how the next 30 years will be. You will reap it. Stop sowing bad seeds from today. Start sowing good seeds. You want to change your financial level. Begin to sow good seeds. Tell yourself, every Sunday, I'll give five CDs. My offering will be five CDs. And the good thing is, start at the level that you are. Don't do what you cannot do. And be consistent. The power is in the consistency. And not the figure. Say, I'll give five CDs every Sunday. So Monday, when someone gave you 10 CD, take your 5 CD. When we're coming, 
I pulled some money from my car. You saw it. I had my offering there. I had it, I think, Tuesday. <laughs> I had it there. I had it. I'll, I know I, I can't. I'm, I know I still have money, but no. I said, this one, I'm hitting it. It's there. I pulled it. Hide your offering. If it's five CD, hide it. Even if it's two CD, hide it. When you come, slip it in your envelope. Put it down. Watch it. In a matter of time, you see that your capacity has increased. Now you say, I'll give five CDs. Then your capacity has increased. You say, I'll give 10 CDs. Then your capacity has increased. You say, I'll give 50 CDs. Then your capacity has increased. You say, I'll give 100. I'll be here one day and you come and drop a seed of 1 million Ghana CDs. Yes, it is possible. Because the seed always goes to the ground. So your life. So your life. Give your life. Prophet. Amen. We cancel that example. Come. Cancel it in Jesus' name. Cancel it in Jesus' name. But it is true. Let us continue what. Don't say I don't have anything. The person who says I don't have anything is the person who is in the grave. The person who says I don't have anything. It's not ma- we don't use money to make money. And in that sense, it is life. The raw material for making it in life is not money, it's life. And everybody has that raw material. Everybody. The only person who cannot make it is the dead man. You may not be despite, but with life you can be despite, and even more. I may not be archbishop, but with life I can become the archbishop. Because once I appreciate the raw material, maybe another time we'll talk about the raw material of time, another raw material of strength. But for now, it's life. And we all have it. It's like the basic of the basics. How many of us have life? All of us. If you can raise your hand, you are alive. And if you are alive, I'm telling you, you have a seed. And the two things God requires is what? Your life and your money. You may not have the money, but with your life, you can have money. Because he will definitely bring something into your hand. Starts with your daily bread. He said, give us this day our daily bread. The daily bread you don't sow seeds for. It's the bread that comes daily. But you can sow a part of that daily bread. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Put your hand on your chest. Say, Lord, my life must continue. My finances must continue. I must increase. You want to watch your life grow from strength to strength, from grace to, to grace, from glory to glory. Oh, Gama. Ordine Mojato I want to lift your voice and pray to God. Say, Lord, today I've heard this. I am really interested to making it. As I lift my voice and pray, help me to use the life I have to continue and multiply. 
Lord, all that I have is life. Maybe you are here tonight, you don't have a million Ghana CDs in your account. Maybe you are here tonight, you don't even have 10 CDs in your pocket. Don't be despaired. Don't, don't give up. Don't despair. Don't say that is all. Don't say all hope is lost. Because what you have, you have what it takes to make it. The life you have is enough. The life you have is enough. And if tonight you will recognize that your life, your life, your very life, which you've not thought about, that is enough, is the very raw material that you will need to multiply. I tell you, a lot of things will increase. Say, Lord, give me the grace. Give me the grace. Help me turn this life into something. Help me sow this life. Help me give this life. Help me, Jesus. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Visit www.christaboundinglove.com and our social media handles at the Christ Abounding Love Church for more audio messages and details on all upcoming conferences. God bless you.